Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Because I love Christmas so much. As soon as like the 1st of December comes around, I am putting that I've Christmas tree up. I've already been playing up. Christmas songs, mate. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm getting the lights on. I'm cooking a fucking roast dinner every night of the week. Cool. Let's got, go. Hurry up and get I've back. Got, I'm starving. I haven't eaten wine. in a week. To yeah, again another episode of Pit Stop. That was the Monza GP. Uh, people have been waiting for this one all year because it's such a big one, and there's always you know scenes from Ferrari, and they've done it again this year, kind of. So we thought we're the curse might end. The curse. The curse. The deadly of Monza. Monza curse. Yeah, and it hasn't. It's been broken, mate. How do you feel about that? For 12 laps, I thought. It could be. I actually did think Signs might do it. And there were moments where I actually thought Verstappen's going to put it out when he was going round early on in with Signs, but it just didn't happen. I shove, mean, it, shove it in the bin, you thought... <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy because Verstappen is so calm. It's interesting watching him when he's not leading because he was behind radioing in, like, saying, yeah, Signs' back tyres are gone, like, giving all this information about. to... Yeah, yeah. but... I did really want a Ferrari driver. What an amazing weekend for Signs! I mean, it was his birthday weekend, and he was absolutely really? smashed yeah. it. Yeah, pole position. Um, but when it comes to a race, he just no one's beaten Max. But you have to credit where credit's due. Max Verstappen has set a new record: ten wins in a row. That beats Sebastian Vettel's nine. He is now the most wins in F1 in a row. So that deserves a clap. Yeah, it deserves a clap. I guess. But I gotta say, say, I was so confused when I first heard that because I thought he had already beaten this record like about four races ago. But it's not. It was it was Red Bull, right? Red Bull have won as a team have won more consecutive races in a row. Oh, okay, maybe. Well, no, no, that's twelve. They're now on like fourteen. As exactly, exactly. But I just thought it was Max. So. No, yeah, no, it's mega. McLaren's 12 since like 1988 that they've now won 14. And then v- Vettel had won nine in a row and Max has now won 10. But for the listeners, if it's not clear, me and Fab are still not together. Fab is, um, where are you currently? Yeah, I do want to say, guys, this is another virtual episode. I am still in Portugal. And I have to say, <laughs> Jake, you <laughs> You are going to have to carry this pod a bit because the what the TV right has been running off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's not satellite, it's Wi-Fi. And as soon as I put the race on, it was lagging out. So like yeah. I, I 
there was not a smooth uh, quali yesterday and the race today. It was not smooth. It was. Uh, 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 yeah, no, I know what it's like when you're streaming on bad Wi-Fi. Don't worry, I'm gonna carry the podcast and I'm gonna start off in the most important <laughs> place. Possible. This. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we have a new Formula 3 champion, Gabby Bortoletto. Gabriel Bortoletto. Wow, mega scenes, mate. Mega scenes. He we saw it coming. It. Oh, mate, it's so special when you know these people. I was watching all weekend and it was a, it was a weird win for him because he won it basically off qualifying because um, yep. they get points for that. But I mean, then he went and did a mega job in the racing and... I'm so pumped for him, and I really hope he gets an F2C. I'm sure he will. I mean, he's won F3, so he's definitely going to get an F2 seat. But for to sure, see him on and, the and F2 this, grid. this makes the season next year. So it just it just continues to make it more exciting for us. And we've we've said this about like you know pretty much every guest that we've had on the pod. But when we do have these people on, and you, you know sometimes they just come to the flat, we do the interview, and then they leave. But other times yeah. we actually we actually get to share time with them we went for lunch with gabby and, and his girlfriend afterwards yeah. and we had a fucking caesar salad with him and it was nice we had some chips and mayonnaise it was lovely and then yeah no i've been speaking to gabby as well like i've kept the conversation going and i like the fact that i still speak to him and then not only gabby ollie berman won the f2 yeah. race today yeah, clap so that, ollie clap berman that. also deserves a clap there are two our two young guns from pit stop winning everything mate i absolutely am loving it i mean well, the f2 forget the mon- a curse mate forget the monza curse right you know there's like the matt gallagher curse everyone he interviews they seem to crash or go out of the race i feel yeah. like with pit stop it's not a curse it's like it's a good luck charm you know you yeah, come and, on and you we come are on psychic pit stop. we are yeah. we actually make some good predictions because i said this week alex alban would be amazing and i said it finished sixth he was sixth until lap 47 and then he finished seventh. So I don't feel like that was a bad prediction either, saying Alex Albert will finish sixth. Yeah, so and I predicted, um, I predicted that Carlos would uh, do well this race. Do you know what, though, mate? I think we're a little bit delusional. I think we just like to hype ourselves up whenever we get something right. <laughs> no, and every time we get something fucking right. wrong, we just don't even talk about it. No, but we've been getting a lot right from picking Daniel Ricciardo exactly where he's going to finish. We and must Liam be magical, Lawson. mate. Mate. Did you, Liam Lawson, mate, he's come 12th. P12? Yeah. That is insane. Yeah, it's, mate, it's so annoying that the TV wasn't working properly because, as you know, I like to watch some of the post-race interviews and stuff. And he was on there and he was talking. I really wanted to hear what he had to say, but it was, it was so jittery. I just couldn't, you couldn't hear a word he was saying. Well, if you missed anything, let me take you through my notes. I've got straight away. You've got a whole catalogue full of notes, surely. Well, Sonoda didn't start the race, which I was gutted about, because straight away I was thinking about Michael in the garage, and I was thinking, oh, no, like, you know, we know how pumped Michael is for this year and all the work he's been putting into Yuki, and I was gutted about that, just like an engine failure. I didn't even make the formation lap, so that was a shame to see him But that has a big effect, right? It has a a big effect on the race, because I heard Crofty talking about it with Brundle. Well, it it, did, it it was interesting because they had to, like, get back on the grid and then the teams come back out on the grid and it was, like, 25 minutes delayed because they had to remove it with, like, a lorry. It was, but like, did you on see, the though, straight. 
Did you see they weren't opening the gate? The people who who opened the gate to allow the pit crew to go out onto the track to like you know add the tire yeah, blankets yeah, back yeah. to the car and and the big fucking leaf reef blowers to the tires and that they weren't allowed to go out because the gate was closed. But there was a few little cheeky buggers who were like yeah, jumping Alfa Romeo, over the pit. They climbed wall. through, didn't they? Was it Alfa Romeo? Do you yeah, reckon Roof's given them the fucking go ahead like to the, go do they that? They were like the only ones on the track, and I was thinking, <laughs> how on earth is there two Alfa Romeo guys just on the track? Like that's hilarious. But no, I don't, when they did that, and they, they did finally open the gate, but when they did, it was hilarious because they all walked forward really slowly, pushing their trolleys as if someone had been like, right, walk, don't run, like school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they, they were filming again for the movie this weekend as well. I saw the cars, I saw the, uh, like Brad, the Brad Pitt car going around. Yeah, they were, yeah. So that's exciting. But what I do have written down, mate, from my very limited notes is uh, so there was two formation laps, right? And one of them ca- actually counted as a lap of the race. Mm-hmm. And so Crofty has then said to Brundle, he said, because they have technically done one lap of the race, are they then allowed, when, when all the pit crew are coming out onto the track, does yeah. that mean that they're then, then allowed to put, you know, different tires on, like tires hard, on, hard yeah. tires? And it's funny because these guys who have been in the sport for such a long time, you just rely on them to know everything. And, yeah. and, 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 and Crofty was like, I don't know if you're going to have the answer to this. And Brundle was like, well, no, I don't think they are allowed to. And it wasn't until a guy named Bradley Lord, who is the comms director for Mercedes, he, they radioed into him and he said, no, they're actually not allowed to, to change the tires after that. Yeah, so, I didn't think you'd be allowed fact. to do that. I mean, that would have been crazy because you could have just switched to the hard straight away. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that, actually, because to be fair, there was quite it was a good race with all the different pitting. And you, I, there were so many battles today. Russell was having it with Perez for absolutely ages. The McLarens yeah. were battling. The Ferraris were battling. The I Ferraris, mean, I saw them going at it at the end there. And I thought, shit, this is going to yeah, end in chaos. They really took each other out. Imagine that at their home race. Oh, no. Well, sorry, mate. I'm just I'm just sipping on a Tomcat. Sorry, I'm just sipping on a Tom Collins. Where are you right now? What are you doing? Talk to me about your evening. I I was down, I I tried to watch the race, didn't really happen. Had to go to the supermarket afterwards to grab some food for dinner. And Mm -hmm. then tried to catch a few rays by the pool here um, about an hour before doing this. And uh, the sun just went away. But I did manage to get a sneaky little cocktail. It's called a Tom Collins. If you'd like to know, it's gin, it's lemon juice sugar syrup and some fuzzy water very nice you you look like you've been having a great trip i haven't spoke too much but i saw your pictures yesterday of you jumping off a boat yep yep that was that was fun exhilarating it was uh, so it was you, good fun whilst mate. you've been doing that and having all that fun i've been eating fish and chips from a van and uh, <laughs> sat inside <laughs> doing <laughs> what are you getting fish and chips in from a van in london because there's some food stalls from outside the flat and I've never seen a fish and chips van. And I thought, no way. I wonder where the fish is from. So I thought, I love fish and chips. I'll give that a whirl. And it was actually all right. So that's what I've been some doing Some mutant today. fish from the Thames. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's going to be from the Thames, isn't it? That's Smeared that. in shite. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. In my, in my notes, one of my main things I've got is the Russell and Perez battle. They were, I don't know if you got to see it because of your lag, but my God, they were battling for ages. And right. they, they just kept like not leaving each someone in the room and then someone would run off and then they'd have to give the position back. Like it just kept being the same. But I felt mm-hmm. like we saw a really hungry Russell today. And I, I like that. I, I don't want anyone to be too clean. Like I like, I, there were so many like little contact bits today. 
But also, one thing I wrote here is Brundle made a good point, because I don't know if you heard... I think we spoke about it last episode, about Hamilton saying that um, Max hasn't got good teammates compared to his teammates. Right. And Brundle was speaking about it, and he was saying how he loves that from Lewis, because Lewis has always been so diplomatic. Like, he never really speaks about anything like that. So Lewis to come out and say that Max's teammates are nowhere near as good as the ones I've had... It's the first time Lewis has really oh, made a you. comment. I, oh, I've lost him. Where, really? Uh, oh, 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 the phone no. just oh, the phone just cut out. But we're back. We're back. The wow, technology. Technology has not quite caught up with pit stop yet. There's probably a better way to do a virtual pod. Me and Fab are literally just ringing each other on WhatsApp. <laughs> well, I've got headphones in and I'm talking into the mic at home, and he's doing the exact same thing with the same mic, very, the box, and a laptop. Very DIY. And then we're going to send DIY. the audios to each other. And Fab's gonna put them together and do a little bit of magic. <laughs> One thing I will say is, mate, like I'm, I'm struggling, yeah, a little bit with um, the Mercedes because it's not like, like today I was kind of wondering, like, where was Lewis? You know, mm. I was wondering, I was wondering, like, where was Alonso a little bit? And it's like the races aren't really making sense to me. Like, you know, it's not as if like you see like a decent progression constantly from a driver or a team like it's as if yeah. like one race they're they're on it and one race they're not and one thing that you and me were texting about after after a quali yesterday was like it's so it's so hard for me to not think that there's something fishy going on <laughs> when all of a sudden ferrari are just like ridiculously fast at their home race like where has that come from I, I do agree that I was thinking this when i was watching it i was thinking how on earth have mclaren made so many steps forward but like now it's like they haven't done that like what happens it's not as if like the other teams have gone and have they just done more upgrades than mclaren now or are some cars just much i guess some cars are much better at different tracks right it, yeah ferrari, it's, it's, the, it's the nature of the track it is the nature of the track yeah because ferrari were mint here because they had such good straight line speed like it, i saw it on the first opening laps when verstappen was trying to take sane sains 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 breeze <laughs> Sainz? Sainz. Verstappen was just popping down Sainsbury's to grab some, like, chicken nuggets and chips. Yeah, and there was points he just couldn't catch the nuggets because the (laughs) Sainz was just too quick. Those damn nuggets always trying to get away, aren't they? And then then as soon as there's DRS, then it's it's absolutely Max Verstappen's to run away with. But, yeah, Max has won. Perez has come second. I've actually got the full thing here. Oh, no, sorry. Liam Lawson came 11th. Uh, there was someone who had a time penalty, I believe, so he ended up finishing eleventh. Lando came yes. eighth. Piastri twelfth, sadly. Shame about shame about Piastri. He had a collision with Lewis, right? Yeah, right at the end. Right at the again, end. Again, again, I didn't. I actually couldn't see it, but I kind of made out that I kind of heard the radio message, and he said that Lewis had just come straight across him. Mm. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. They both then had to go through the run. It's an interesting one when you look at the race actually, because it was the two Red Bulls, the two Ferraris, and the two Mercedes <laughs> in perfect order. They're the top six, so mm-hmm. they're you know the teams are pretty well organised there. But I did expect more from McLaren and Aston Martin. Like, what has happened to Aston Martin? I but, do think it's um it's easy to like it's easy to like kind of blame stuff because you know you had like the whole fiasco back in Spa where like down into turn one Carlos came across. Oscar and, and like you know Oscar got a, I think he got a puncture and he had to was he out of the race or he had to pit or something and that was unfortunate on Oscar and then the same again like did you see it in quali I managed to catch it in quali when uh, it was down into turn one Signs was ahead but he wasn't on a push lap Oscar was and Signs mm-hmm. just completely cut him up going into the corner and like Signs like yes, all day yes. long will say that it's not his fault 
Um, but like, whose fault really is it? Like, that's just the nature of the sport, isn't it's it? A it's just a shame incident, that mate. it's racing incident. It's a shame that it's happened to Oscar, like you know, uh, quite a few times this year. But yeah, man, I don't know. Who do you blame it on? Do you know what? Oscar has done so well this year that he could get no points for the rest of the year and it would still be like one of the greatest rookies coming into F1. Like he's absolutely smashed it. Like the standpoint he has made compared to the other rookies and quite clearly the McLaren isn't the fastest car on the grid. Like that's why even Lando's struggling in at some races. But Piastri's there. He's always racing. He's doing quick laps. I'm excited for Piastri because if McLaren make big steps forward... I don't know. A bit of me does think next year McLaren will be the second quickest, like, consistently. It's quite Uh, funny because you know how... Now, I need to figure out the best way to say this, but, like, you know how, like, when a guy, you know, a guy and a girl get together and they can be, like, each other's rock, you know? And, like, when you have someone like that in your corner kind of rooting for you and fighting for you oscar has his girlfriend who i think he's been in a long-term relationship for, yeah and i saw she was in the paddock with him this weekend and i think she goes to like a lot of the races if not all of them and i think him having her there like helps him get into that mindset whereas mm. you know i think it's no secret that i think lando split up with his with his girlfriend and so he hasn't got that kind of stability, like that close stability next to him, someone rooting in his corner. And I honestly think that's why Oscar is doing so well. It's be- is, or not just because of that, but I think that's like a big part of it, you know? Yeah, definitely help. Like before the races, after the races, just to have someone constantly with you, just to level you out. Like, because the adrenaline when you get out that car and even the adrenaline before you get in it, like... I, I definitely agree with you. And after we met Oscar, we always thought he's such a level-headed, smart guy. But he's, he does seem like he's got a lovely girlfriend that he's been with long-term. And I reckon that does really help him over race weekends. Yeah, because she is at every race now. You're right. I have started yeah. seeing her like always there. I reckon he loves having her there. To be fair, most of them have there. To be fair, if I was an F1 driver, I'd want my girlfriend there every race as well. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I'm playing on the F1 game and I'm thinking in my head, imagine him, right? If this was me in the car, I got to do a quality lap. So my girlfriend's watching back in the you got, you got in the, in the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would motivate me. I think. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, but you know what, mate? Going back to what you were you were talking about, Gabby and stuff like that. Um, obviously, Vesti. I I didn't catch the F two race again. Oh, mate! Let me was, tell you. Yeah, Let please. Can tell you tell ya. me a bit about that? What happened? Well, obviously, as we know, the championship battle in F two was between Theo Porsche and Frederick Vesti. Now, Frederick yeah. Vesti won the sprint, and Vest and Porsche came third, which closed the points right up because obviously right. Porsche is in front right now. Vesti's behind. But when Vesti won the sprint, it was like, oh, going into today's race, if Vesti wins, when it goes to the final race, it could be really close. And um, very sadly, on literally the first lap, Roy Nassani goes straight. I believe it was Nassani. No, it's um, right, I think it was Stanek, Roman Stanek. Oh, yeah, sorry. Roman Stanek, yeah. Went, st- went into Vesti 
And Vesti was just completely out of the race on lap one, and I was so gutted for him. I was because I just wanted that championship battle to go to the final race, and like it'd be really, really tight. But like, so what has so has has Teo Poche won it now, or is it like just very hard? I mean, for, it's, for... yeah, it's quite far, quite far away now. Like he really needed, he could have really done with at least getting like some points today because he's still behind Poche. So. Yeah, that happened. But Oli Berman had a blinding race, like straight to the front at the beginning, had a great couple of laps. There was quite a few safety cars and that, but Oli just, he had a phenomenal race. And it was, it was, it was really nice watching him after because he's growing as a person. And uh, I saw it in his interview after it and he went and hugged Angelina and just seeing all them people, knowing that we know Angelina and that, like, it's just so sick. So yeah. I'm over the moon for Oli. I, I sent him a... Um, I sent him a voice note actually, and just said, oh, yeah. "Brother, so play proud, it, yeah. play it, play it." <laughs> shall I? Shall I play what I sent to <laughs> uh, yeah, um, What did I? Say? Yeah, but I can't remember what I said. It might be really bad. Oh, no, I Breaking news, whoa, mate! Whoa, whoa. You've just scared the shit out of me! <laughs> oh my god! Because I turned my phone up full volume to play the voice note, and you've just shouted that, oh, and I've got shit. my earphones in. Oh, oh sorry, my go god, play, you it, made me play jump. it, play it. No, play I can't. I can't because the headphones are in. Right, what's the breaking news? Breaking news, right? During the parade lap, the driver's parade where they go around, Max yeah. Verstappen was booed. <laughs> Breaking news! By the fans, because there has been a conspiracy theory that has come out from that. that however, the F1 TV directors have been accused of muting the audio when the championship leader was being booed. So... Okay. So, um, a Hamilton fan has stated on social media that when it's the seven-time world champion being booed, they turn the sound on to the maximum. So, is there a little bit of naughtiness going on here from the old, you know, the TV people? No, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you don't really want <laughs> booing being shown on TV anyway. But... I don't know why that's breaking news, but I just... <laughs> I'm not surprised Max was getting booed here, man. It's like a full Ferrari fan. Like, the Tifosi are out in absolute force there. Like, I'm not surprised yeah. if Max is getting booed. I like, you know, at Silverstone, everyone's... is the other way around or wherever the home race is, you know, people support that driver. I mean, it kind of makes sense it's the same same in football but one of the things i did love about f1 is the fact all the fans are mixed together so yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there should be booing of any driver really these guys are risking their lives every week doing one of the most dangerous sports in the world i think there should be respect for everyone absolutely mate um i have a question for you far away christian horner <clears throat> has reportedly said that Daniel Ricciardo is he's not going to return for Singapore, mm -hmm. which is the next race, um, and that Japan would be optimistic. So let's say, for instance, that Liam Lawson has you know another two races in him. What do you yeah. think he could achieve, mate? Because I'm just going to look back here. Right, this might take me a little while. Well, whilst you look back at that, I will say that Liam Lawson has done better than Daniel Ricciardo in that Alpha Tauri. That that is a straight fact. Like he's finished better okay. than him, done better than him. Like Liam Lawson has stepped into a car, not even an F1 driver before, and is outperforming Daniel Ricciardo in it. Right. Like, and this is a rookie. 
this is he's never driven an F1 car. There's no way he'll be fully fit to do it. Like he'll yeah. be he would have been on the level of like I'm could probably do it. But you remember like when Nick DeVries, like we always speak about, got out that car and was absolutely shattered. Liam Lawson will still be feeling that after these races. There's no it would take like a year probably to get up to full F1 fitness. But he seems to be handling it handling it really, really fucking well. But so I'm just going back through like the previous races of this year and I'm trying to see when Yuki Sonoda has finished in the points um this year. And as far as I can see, it's been he's finished in the points three times this year in that Alpha yep. Tauri. So, and, you know, if Liam Lawson's getting like 12th or 11th, you know, what, do you think he can, he can actually score points this, you know, in these next couple of races? If he does, I, he, if he, even after his performances in these first two races, I don't want to see him leave the grid. I think it's really exciting to see him able to step in and do that. I mean, but there isn't really an open seat, is there? Um, the most open seat, which is being discussed at the moment, which I think we need to talk about, is Guan Yu Zhou's. I've just seen that, mate. I've just clicked on a link. Yeah, it does look like Guan Yu Zhou could potentially be leaving. And it, to be honest, it's probably going to be Terry Porsche, isn't it? Because he's the Alfa Romeo. He's the Sauber Academy driver. And if he goes and... And I would love that. That's a big statement. If he wins F2 and gets an F1 seat straight away... I like that because I think it's a shame that so many people can go and win F2 and then yep. not get a seat. Like, to me, it doesn't make sense. I think you should get, like, promoted up. Like, you work. These people have battled in their whole lives to get to F2. They win it. They well, almost mate, should be like a, you're in F1 now. I've got a little nugget of information here. So, yeah, as you say, Teo Porcher could be in, in the runnings for that. But an ex-Formula 1 driver, who we don't know, and again, I could, I could pronounce his name wrong here, but is, it looks like his name is Guido van der Gaard. Guido van der Gaard, yes, 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 I know. You know him, yeah, you're familiar, yeah, good yeah. friends. He has yeah, also yeah. said that Aston Martin's reserve driver, Felipe Dragovic, could also potentially fit the mould for the Ooh. Alfa Romeo, which, now I'm going to be completely honest, and again, I think we're biased because we know Felipe. I don't... I want to see him on track, but for me, it would be a shame unless, you know, unless Alfa Romeo makes some jumps next year and, and they can, you know, make a bit of progress. Yeah, but with the any car. seat's better than no seat, mate. Any seat's better than no seat. But like, as we've seen before, you know, you put a rookie or you put a brand new driver in a shit car, you know, it's going to be a struggle for them to prove themselves. And then for another team to think, yeah, I want, I want him, you know? So that's when it gets a little bit tough. But yeah, I mean, I would love to see Drago on the on the tra- on the circuit. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have seen Drago in Aston Martin, but like Fernando Alonso is going to be here till he's about sixty-five, and Lance Stroll's going nowhere. So that Aston well, Lance Martin lineup's pretty. Lance Stroll hasn't been anywhere in these last few races, I must say. So if the circumstances weren't how they are, personally, you know, I. Th- I, I could see Stroll getting replaced, but I guess it's not going to happen. No, um, but that, in, a, in a way, that makes me think, like, we always say that Dragovic is too nice. <coughs> he is, like, one of the nicest people we've met, like, nicest drivers. Like, he's such a lovely guy. And I think he needs to put his foot down, you know, get me in that car, like, or I'm leaving kind of thing. Like, yep. I think he is genuinely so nice that he would sit on the sidelines for years, just waiting and hoping. And maybe that's what you've got to do. But 
I, yeah, I but just then some of the guys are nice, it. mate. Some of the guys are nice, you know. And I, actually, you know, I, I've said this before, but I, I do think that my initial, initial impression of Max Verstappen has been tainted. And I think that, you know, we've made comments in the past about how he's ruthless and how he's this, that, and the other. And, like, on track, you know, he is ruthless, and that's why he wins. But I, from what I've seen from Max over this last year, I think, you know, he's got his morals in terms of like outside of the racing, you know, he seems like a decent bloke. I think he's got his, uh, his morals in the right spot. So, mm. you know, not every driver is, is, <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but like, you know, Ollie Behrman, great lad, yeah. great fun lads and lovely guys. So these people turn into different beasts, mate. You know, it's like, as yeah. soon as I get behind a drum kit, I am like Max Verstappen behind a drum kit. Is that who you would say you're most like? Yeah. Just minus the skill. I've got the mindset, but I haven't got the skill. <laughs> it's it's actually really interesting what you just said about people's opinions on Max, because when you think about it, like he only really got that rep because of because of Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Like realistically, before that, he was like this wonder driver that has just stepped up really young and broken all these records for being such a young race winner. And everyone loves Lewis. Like, Lewis is, like, the neutral, isn't he? Like, it doesn't really matter whether you're a Ferrari fan or a McLaren. Like, everyone wants Lewis to do well because he's, like, the grey. And because it was against Lewis, Max was open to so much backlash. But if you just, every listener puts themselves in the shoes of Max Verstappen, if you have done that well that year and you have that opportunity at Abu Dhabi and you can get away with going side by side with that car and you, every single person would do the same thing. Like you would you'd push it, it to the max and you'd try and get level with him. And you'd, you know, I'd be doing the same thing. It might look a bit dodgy on TV because you're a fan of that person or a fan of this person. But when you've, these people put their whole lives into it. You're not just going to sit behind them and go, okay, I'll let you go front, you know, let's do this like that. You are going to yeah. try and be a bit cheeky. Like it happens in every single sport, every single thing. And that is the competitive nature. Like whether it was fair or not, a conversation for another day, like it's been going on for years, but for sure. I, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think he deserved any form of bad backlash for that. Cause I think Max is just an incredible driver and he proves it week in, week out. And yeah, Exactly, right, yeah. Yeah. So we've got I'm, what? We've got we've got eight races left now this year. Yeah, no more European ones. Singapore no next. More. So they're all flyouts now. They're all gonna be uh they're all gonna be fun. Singapore I'm excited for. Japan, I don't actually really remember watching Japan last year. Was it a washout last year? I can't remember. Suzuka. I don't, don't remember Japan last year, but Singapore's gonna be great. I don't think it's gonna rain there because it's so hot over there. Um, it was nice to have a race with no rain. I couldn't believe how quick the yeah. race was. Like 75 minutes and the whole race was done. I was, that was a ridiculously quick race, like 11 corners. And yeah, the way yeah. They, I, there was no safety cars either. So it was just a really solid. I don't think there was any safety cars. Um, no. But other I'm just, than at the beginning. The more that I think about it, you know, I know I'm like jumping the gun here. I mean, I'm already thinking about Christmas and it's only barely September, but I, I love Christmas so much. As soon as like the 1st of December comes around, I am putting that I've Christmas tree up. I've already been playing Christmas songs, mate. I, I, yeah, I'm getting the lights on. I'm cooking a fucking roast dinner every night of the week. Let's got, go. Hurry up and get I've back. Got, I'm starving. I've got I haven't eaten wine. in a week. I've got the mulled wine on a hob just going all day long. Give me the mince oh, pies mate. with the I brandy cream, mate. The Christmas all of it. tree out. I'm always, I always think far ahead and I'm already getting excited for, for the racing next year. And going back to talking about which drivers can come on the grid, I'm fairly sure that Williams have said that um, 
Logan Sargent isn't going anywhere, which okay. is an interesting interesting move. But yeah, if that seat at Alfa Romeo is up, I'm excited to see if an F2 driver does come up or if Felipe Dragovic goes in. And just to see, you know, the, the, the gains that Aston Martin have made this year, the gains that McLaren have made in sort of the second half of this year, like, does, is yeah. that going to translate into next year now? Because as far as I'm aware, I don't think the cars are going to be changing too much next year. So, yeah, if all the teams can just put a load of effort into making all of their cars superb next year, I think next year could be a, a superb season. Yeah, I mean, my opinion on the F2 drivers coming up could be completely wrong. Like, it's just coming from us being, like, quite new to this. But you know how if you, like, win F2, you're not allowed to race in it again? Yeah. And then you really do have nowhere to go if you don't get an F1 seat. Like, I think they need to figure something out there because these are some of the best talented young drivers in the world. They shouldn't be on the, on the sidelines, like, just standing there, even testing, even helping in the sim is no way of what is like equivalent to their abilities if they've just mm. won F2. It's it's almost a shame they can't compete again. Like I actually think Oli Berman's probably in a better position not winning F2 just to get another year in F2. Like he's clearly yeah. one of the best drivers in it. He won today. He's been great all season. He's just young. I love how but, his dad's always at the races too. That's sick. Yeah, and, and Vesti as well. Vesti's a class driver, but because Vesti probably won't win it, he'll stay in F2. And Vesti will, if Porsche doesn't get a seat, Vesti's going to be in a better position than Porsche. So, yeah. and, and Vesti's obviously a, a Mercedes junior driver. Like, could, right. Mercedes, could Mercedes be looking at that and thinking, hmm, well, if he stay, stays in F2 for another year, maybe he'll be ready in time for maybe Hamilton. Well, what is it? Lewis and George have both signed until, is it 2024, 2025? I think George is 25 and Lewis is 24. Really? So Lewis has got one more, I think. and Well, they're definitely both there next year. We'll cross that bridge when we get to the end of next year. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, yeah, Lewis is definitely staying. He was speaking in interviews this weekend and he was excited. And... No, the, the Monza Grand Prix is over. It's over, mate. And I've got to say, it's currently seven o'clock Sunday evening. My girlfriend mm-hmm. is making a goat's cheese and walnut and pear and honey salad. Cool. And I'm, and I'm absolutely starving. So I'm going to go eat some food, mate. All right. Well, mate, it's been great to catch up with you. I hope you have a uh, lovely rest of your holiday. Please Thank hurry you, back as soon as you can. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> You're dep- depressed. I'm going to come I, back and you pulled I'm, all your hair out. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm not joking. This is this is awful. This is awful. It's... <laughs> like, Do you know you what? You know me. I just can't... I don't like being alone for one, but it's it's... I don't, I'm, <laughs> let me tell you, right now I'm standing up in the lounge <laughs> and I'm holding the mic and I'm just looking around the room and it's dead spotless because I've had nothing to do. Yeah, I've just, let's go. I've do you want to clean my room as everything. well? I've already, I've already moved you into the middle room. I've made you in my <laughs> office. <laughs> Have you like scrubbed the toilet, clean my shower and everything? Yeah, mate, don't worry, man. I've bleached all that, done all that. Good man. I, did, I did all my washing. I've, I've done absolutely everything. I've been fun, on fire. Fun little fact before we sign out. I had no idea, mate, but so I'm currently in Lagos, right, in Portugal. Oh, yeah, Lagos, Portugal. Yep, and just up the road is Portimao. I'm talking like a 15-minute car journey. It's not much, right? And do you know what's in Portimao, my friend? Uh, Fernando Alonso's car track. Nope, that's in Spain. (laughs) 
Cut. <laughs> cut. We can't even cut it because it's virtual. If we cut it, it would be impossible to sync. Oh, it's, shit. I don't know why I said that. It's the Portuguese F1 circuit, mate. The Portuguese racetrack. So why aren't you down there and running around it? Or cycling well, around it or something? Mate, maybe if I get a chance this week, I don't know what I would do there, but maybe I can, you know, pop down and, like, maybe go check it out. Why don't you send him a DM and ask if you can do Wednesday's pod from there? Try and I've, send him a DM and try and do it on the track. That would that, that would actually be ledge. Uh, I've maybe sent a couple of emails. You know, I've, I've sent an email actually, or two. I've sent an email. Yeah, I've sent an email. You have so, to ask, um, mate. You have to ask. Yeah, they're probably going to come back and say, you know, why don't you fuck no. right off? But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, they might come back and say, guys, we, uh, we love the pod. Please come down. And you yeah. can take... We've got, we've, we've got like a... Uh, 2012 fucking Renault F1 car here. If you want to take it around, you can. I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, because you haven't got the Golf, have you? Obviously, you haven't got the Golf. You flew there on an airplane. All I've got is a mountain bike downstairs. So maybe we take that We didn't speak about this on the pod. You hate flying. How was your flying experience to Portugal? Was it smooth? Uh, yeah, flight was alright. Actually, when we were coming into land, they did say, you know, there is some heavy crosswind, so it could be a bumpy landing. But whoever was flying that bloody easy jet plane, mate, fucking landed it like a saint. Must have it been was, Victor. It was, it was smooth. Yeah, it was Victor. Yeah. Actually, I tell you what, I didn't want to say anything, but it was me. All right. The guy was ill, and I thought, he came over the rail, he said, Can anyone fly this plane? And I said, Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, that is going to happen one day, and we are going to be ready, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, but there ready. we go, ladies and gentlemen. The Monza Grand Prix is over. Fab is on holiday, so I don't want to keep him. He's going to have a great evening. I'm just going to sit on the sofa crying. In fact, Fab, you could hang up and I could just talk to them for another hour. <laughs> you could do if you wanted to, mate. Yeah, a little story time with Jake. No, I'm going to go cry in the mirror and write, write out things that I like about myself. That made me feel better. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go um, eat some lovely food, maybe sit around the pool for a bit more, catch a tan, and uh, I'll see you when I'm back. All right, well, thanks for catching up with me, Fab. Have a fantastic holiday. Thanks for coming over for dinner. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. Rate it five stars. Hit the follow button. Hit the like button. I don't actually know what button it is, but yeah, hit the button. That helps us. And we'll The see big you guys. red one. We'll see you guys on Thursday. It will be up at Wednesday midnight. Yes, it will. Another virtual one because I don't fly back till Friday. Yeah, and we don't have a race this week, so we don't have a race this weekend, so we have to think of something really fun and special to do on Wednesday. We've got three days to plan that. Yeah, I think my 3G is about to run out, so you'll have to plan that one yourself. Okay, well, <laughs> good goodbye, <laughs> fab. Goodbye. Let's over and out it now. I'm having a dance in the lounge. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>